Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. An underground tunnel as long as a football field linking Mexico and Arizona. Drug enforcement agents think it was used to smuggle tons of cocaine into the United States. They say it's like nothing they have ever seen before. This type of tunnel is, uh, is, is not a, an amateur operation. It's a highly sophisticated uh, engineering feat that took place. In 1989, the Sinaloa drug cartel dug its first drug tunnel between a house in Agua Prieta, Sonora, to a warehouse located in Douglas, Arizona. Is this appear to be an isolated case, or perhaps is it uh, part of a, a tunnel network? They're not quite sure about this. They say the investigation is continuing, but they say that they believe that this is in no way a maiden voyage for these people. They must have had quite a bit of financial backing and have been working in drug smuggling for quite some time. Now, 34 years later, new evidence reveals that the Mexican drug cartels have burrowed their way into the American government. The Sinaloa cartel is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this right. The Federal Reserve of the United States of America is now in the business of money laundering. Count us in. And so now they are laundering their money through the pot industry of Colorado. One of the many problems in Mexico today is that the cartels have diversified. They've gotten into cargo theft and kidnapping and avocados and limes and real estate and local government. And criminality is always going to exist. And they're in the process of trying to break into the United States. Economically? Yeah. El Chapo and the Sinaloa became the largest drug trafficking organization in America under the Obama administration. Arizona-based forensic investigator Jacqueline Brager dove down a deep rabbit hole into the sovereign dismantling corruption narrative after appearing in front of the Arizona Legislature's Senate Elections Committee and House Municipal Oversight and Elections Committee. Since nine, 2019, I've been a principal investigator with the Harris Thaler Law Firm. We have been investigating multiple multi-state rocket, uh, racketeering and corruption. John Harris Thaler is our senior attorney and he is in charge of this investigation. Mr. Thaler has been practicing law for 32 years. His firm specializes in investigating racketeering and corruption for both the public and the private sector, and he has participated in some of the largest investigations, both in the U.S. and abroad. Breger claimed that while investigating a nationwide racketeering epidemic involving the Sinaloa drug cartel, their team accidentally discovered election fraud. The web involved a real estate money laundering operation infiltrating all levels of government, constructed in order to trade influence to the Sinaloa cartel for backdoor money and control over elections and anyone that stood in their way. We concluded that several real estate agents convicted in Iowa had set up laundering systems in Arizona and thereafter had transferred the proceeds of sales to the Panamanian corporations. These documents have definitely evidenced multiple racketeering enterprises, which include narcotic sales, money laundering, tax evasion, payroll theft, bankruptcy fraud, life insurance fraud, auto insurance fraud, bribing of elected and appointed officials, creating and modifying public record, falsifying professional licenses and related credentials, swatting indiv individuals who pose a threat to these enterprises, and last but not least, election fraud. In addition to impacting local elections, 
bribes and infiltration were used to affect the outcome of the races during the November 3rd, 2020 election, including the outcome of the race for Maricopa County Recorder and the outcome of the November 8th, 2022 election, race for Governor, Secretary of State and Attorney General. I know you all have one burning question. I'm only going to answer it once. No, I'm not involved with the Sinaloa cartel. I'm not taking bribes from them, and I'm not laundering their money. These revelations that are just beginning to surface beg the question, how far up the government ladder does this corruption lead? As Attorney General Merrick Garland's testimony on fentanyl and the open border you know, provides I gotta say, no solutions. It's a relief factor and a hope factor, if you will. All the different independent investigators and legal aspects and individuals getting involved in this taking back of the republic, reclaiming our birthright of freedom and prosperity, rejecting the World Economic Forum. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, March 6th, 2023. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And it's amazing how numb we've become, how accepting we've become of government corruption, blatant liars and frauds and tyrants operating right in front of us. And I'm barely even I'm barely even getting a pulse on this story that should be so game changing. Where leaked text messages show UK Health Minister Matt Hancock talking about using fear to scare citizens and force compliance. Or if you want direct quotes from the messages, quote, deploy the new variant. Frighten the pants out of everyone. Get proper behavioral change, end quote. That's pretty big, right? But see, that's just a keyhole view with a series of text messages. That's just a keyhole view into the larger COVID operation which was to use fear to force compliance and then set the precedent, set the standard, set the excuse, the justification, and get people to go along with the medical tyranny, the global government, and losing your bodily autonomy. Because that's what it's really all about. How can you bring in the global government? Release a virus that impacts the whole planet, And then you hear them talking about their propaganda now as Joe Biden has signed us over to the World Health Organization. And they say we have to have a global government in order to deal with pandemics. And you say, oh, well, I mean, we just went through that COVID madness. We just went through COVID-19. And oh, I just I can't imagine 
We could do so much better if we just had a global government. Ah, that's right. Good compliance. So that's one aspect of just getting you to buy into the idea of a global government using the fear of a virus. But then the other aspect is to take your bodily autonomy away so that they can say, we can forcefully inject you. It might be a vaccine today. It might be a deadly poison tomorrow. And we can inject you because we now have the global government tyranny and you are afraid of the virus. So you're afraid of the virus. We're going to get a global government and we're going to get you a vaccine. It's all going to be mandatory. And you're so afraid of this virus because you turn on the TV and you see red lights flashing and bar graphs and line graphs and dead numbers going up every day. It was all selling you the fear, selling you the pandemic so that you would buy into the idea of a medical world government and you would buy into this idea that you don't have bodily autonomy and you need to take an injection if you want to work. You need to take an injection if you want to take your kid to school, if you want to go to the hospital for a surgery and so on and so forth. Now, You'd think that'd be a bigger story considering what we went through in 2020, but it's barely even a blip on the radar. And I'm actually debating whether that's a good or a bad thing. Is the reason why these leaked text messages not getting more attention, is it a good thing because it just shows that we already know this and this is just throwing another another bale of hay into the haystack? It's like, yeah, we already know these scumbags lied to us. Yeah, we already know they lied to us about COVID and the vaccines. Throw this onto the pile of evidence. It's already, we can't even, you know, there's so much evidence now. Or is it just bad news that we're just so indifferent that we just got bamboozled, that we just got scammed, and we just don't even care, and just so desperate to get back to our lives, just stop talking about it. I'm not sure. I think, though, it is throw it onto the pile of evidence because when you have Newsweek talking about how Fauci lied and now liberals picking this story up years later, now that it is clear to everyone with eyes to see that Fauci organized a cover-up to squash the lab leak hypothesis, Here's a reminder that he tried to fool the public on the science of lockdowns and COVID mitigation, too. And that was Newsweek in 2021. And people are saying now, well, gee, I mean, maybe we should have known Fauci was a liar all along. Well, yeah, they did a whole movie about Anthony Fauci. He's called the Dallas Buyers Club. The bad guy in the movie, the Dallas Buyers Club, is Anthony Fauci. You may remember that when the AIDS victims were saying that the government killed them. That was Fauci, who was in charge at that time. But that's kind of a big deal, I think. Leaked text messages proving that the U.S. government, well, proving that the U.K. government, but you know it was the U.S. government, and, and that's really what it comes down to. And that's why I say these messages are a keyhole. It wasn't just 
it wasn't just UK Health Minister Matt Hancock and 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 Damon Poole talking about this. It was the U.S. media. It was the U.S. politicians. They were all thinking and doing the exact same thing from Australia all the way to California and everything in between. So the awakening is on. Now, Biden is such an embarrassment. He now proves once again where his priorities lie. Still has not visited East Palestine where they're continuing to get bad news. They had a flood where the there was a dam built to hold the toxic water back from leaking into other bodies of water, other creeks and everything. Then there was a flood. The dam broke. Now the toxic water is everywhere again. They also tested the air in East Palestine. With, it came up with toxic levels of chemicals that weren't even on the plane that derailed. Huh. That's odd. And now the EPA is saying it's not safe to drink the water. I wouldn't drink the water. Get a water filter. Don't give your kids the water. Right. But Biden has not gone to East Palestine. He has gone to Ukraine and he has gone to Poland to fan the flames of war. And now he's gone to Selma to remind everybody about Bloody Sunday and let the American people know where his priorities lie. Joe Biden's priorities are war and racism. Joe Biden's priorities are war and racism and people in America struggling, domestic disasters like we've seen in East Palestine, not on his radar, not on Joe Biden's priority list. We've got other news coming up today, just just the continuation of things that should not be happening. A man gets stabbed to death right in front of children at a public library. Americans, four, have just been kidnapped in Mexico. Do you think there will be a statement or any effort from the Biden administration on that? We thought we'd seen the worst of the drag queen stripper time for kids last weekend when you had male strippers in thongs and and uh, puppy gimp outfits dancing for toddlers and, and, you know, gyrating and everything for the toddlers. Literally two years and under was what it was marketed for. And now we've got more videos surfacing where they take little girls, they look like they're four and five years old, and grown men in leotards pretending to be women teaching them how to dance for dollars. And now they're going to have men competing with women in the U.S. powerlifting competitions. This is the American left. They've gone completely mad. It's hard to believe that we're already going into March 2023, and the world is an insane place. World War III has already started. Biden is a puppet and is dissolving our borders. There's mass censorship. James O'Keefe's been removed from Project Veritas. The list goes on and on of the bad things that are happening. But the good things that are happening is humanity is really accelerating its awakening. But those of us on the forefront are under more attack by the establishment than ever. That's why I'm counting on you to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, and keep the broadcast on the air by getting great products at InfoWarsTore.com. And whether it's a final signed copy, they're almost all sold out, or the great reset in the world for the world, or Ultimate Bone Broth, finally back in stock for over two years, it's all available at InfoWarsTore.com. These are truly amazing products. So get your InfoWars products at InfoWarsTore.com and enrich your life 
while keeping the broadcast on the air. It is your decision on whether or not we stay on air. So please take action now at InfoWarsStore. Right now, I'm not talking to the viewers and listeners that have gone to InfoWarsStore.com and gotten the great products that enrich your life, that empower your immune system and your body and keep us on air. I am humbly, hat in hand, talking to the viewers and listeners that have tuned in, many of you for years, and never gone to InfoWarsStore.com. We know the vast, 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 vast majority of you never actually go to InfoWarsStore.com and never experience these great products and never find the operation. Sure, you share a link, you share an article, you tell folks about the show. That's great, and I thank you. But we need funds to operate. Plus, we've got really great products that do amazing things for people like our CBD oil and our Fizzy Magnesium and our Sleep Aid and our Nitric Oxide and our Real Red Pill Plus. All of these are really great products that keep us on air. Plus, you're missing out on having these products. So get off the bench, get in the game, Step to the plate and go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get these great InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. So Joe Biden's done the world tour. And skipped East Palestine again. He's not interested. He's interested in promoting war in Ukraine and promoting racial division in Alabama. That is on Joe Biden's highest priorities or whoever is controlling Joe Biden, perhaps. Biden to address voting rights for bloody Sunday anniversary in Selma. It just lies on top of lies. It was Democrats. It was Democrats that wanted to segregate schools and buses. It was Democrats that tried to keep black students from going into schools. It was Democrats like Robert Byrd, who Joe Biden, who Joe Biden eulogized, that stood in front of schoolhouse doors. And Democrats that wrote the three-fifths compromise so that a black American couldn't have a vote, couldn't have a fair vote. And it's funny that it would be a the oldest Democrat in existence, I think. Who's got more time in office as a Democrat than Joe Biden? He signed the crime bills that put many black Americans behind bars for doing crack cocaine. Meanwhile, his son Hunter, we all know, has a serious drug addiction to cocaine is one of many. And yet he's never sent he's never spent a single night behind bars amongst the many other injustices we see there. And I pulled up videos and I was gonna make a big fuss of this today. The video of Joe Biden saying, I don't want my kids to go to school in a racial jungle. We could pull up the video of Kamala Harris during the presidential debates for the Democrat nomination where she accused him of being racist and other Democrats on the on the podium agreed. Hell, I, I found a video called 47 Years of Joe Biden's Racism. I pulled it up on one of the computers back there. I don't cl- I didn't close it. I don't, I don't I didn't end up using it or putting it in the video list. It's just again. And then you have Al Sharpton out there in a $20,000 suit marching. These are the same people that are marching for 60 years. 
First, Joe Biden says he was part of the civil rights movement. Then he said he was never part of the civil rights movement. And then again, during his speech, he's back in. He's been in. He's been out. He doesn't know. Joe Biden in Alabama. I was a student up north in the civil rights movement. I remember feeling how guilty I was. I wasn't there. You used to say you were there. In the 70s, you talked about how you were there. You were part of the civil rights movement. How proud you were. Now you weren't there? Which one is it, Joe? Who's writing your speeches anyway? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. In fact, uh, he might not know much of anything. He said today in a speech that the doctors had to cut open his head to see if he even had a brain. (laughs) You're joking. You're kidding. Am I? Am I? What is this then in clip three? And I had uh, these terrible headaches, was diagnosed with having a, a, uh, anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times, (laughs) see if I had a brain. Oh, (laughs) so they diagnosed him with a, 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 anyway, have you guys ever been diagnosed with an anyway before? What exactly does that curtail being diagnosed with the old anyway so joe biden diagnosed with the anyway the uh 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 anyway and then he says the doctors had to cut open his head to see if he still had a brain i'm guessing they didn't find anything based off what i've seen here but look all jokes aside i mean You've got Diane Feinstein in a hospital. She's having health problems. You got John Fetterman in the hospital. He's having health problems. They lied to you about his health. And you've got Joe Biden, a, a, a walking disaster, contradicting himself every day. And see, but they don't tell you. They're not going to follow up on this. There were news reports about Biden's brain surgeries at the time. But it's mostly been mum's the word. It's mostly been we don't talk about it. It's mostly been no, 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 he's fine. No, 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 no. Joe Biden is suffering from severe mental incapacities. And because they won't be honest about what it is, we're just left to assume. Is it dementia? Does he have Parkinson's? Is that why he walks like a stiff uh, a stiff old dog? But but see, he says, I was diagnosed with uh, 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 anyway. What were you diagnosed with, Joe? And why won't the media ask the question? What was Joe Biden diagnosed with? And they had to cut up, they had to cut his head open to see if he had a brain, he says. Okay, maybe that's why he can't answer any questions from the media. This was over the weekend outside the White House in between vacations for Joe Biden. And let's not forget that they changed their tune all of a sudden last week and said the China virus, COVID-19, did come out of a Wuhan lab. So the media hoping to get a question from Joe as he's leaving the White House, and he literally throws his arms in the air and refuses to take any questions. You don't get any questions and answers from Joe Biden, even when he tells you that he had to have his head cut open to see if he had a brain because he was diagnosed with anyway. And so here he is, the media, hoping they can get a question and answer session in. They never get one. 
And uh, his response tells the story. His response tells you the entire approach and attitude from this White House towards the media. Here it is. And that's it. That's what you get. That's what you get right there. So Ukraine war getting worse. COVID-19 comes from a lab in China. Americans kidnapped in Mexico. Joe Biden can't be asked a single question. He can't answer a single question. There it is. There is your president. But see, here's Jill Biden now because the calls are being made for public test results or even a public mental fitness test for Joe Biden. And Dr. Jill here in clip eight says that's just that's just ridiculous. Nikki Haley, one of the Republican candidates, is calling for mental competency tests for those politicians over the age of 75. What do you think about that? Ridiculous. Would your husband ever take one of those? I mean, we haven't even discussed. We would never even discuss something like that. Clearly, because you let him run. And you did the same thing to John Fetterman. Now, John Fetterman is still hospitalized. Republicans in Pennsylvania has af- have asked for proof of life, not yet been provided. But how dare you ask Joe Biden to take a health test? You know, he just, he just told you that he was diagnosed with anyway and they had to cut open his head to look for a brain. But don't you dare ask for him to take any fitness tests. How dare you? He wakes up every morning, he asks Jill where he is. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Warning, this broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. All right, if you're watching today and you see the screen in front of you, of course, you see our great friend, the bald eagle there, flying and soaring an image of freedom and and individual power and prosperity. But see, 
the link has changed. And it used to be conspiracyfact.info, but now that URL has been banned. And I don't know what number URL we are on now, and I think Alex made a joke about it earlier saying we're on our 1,000th URL. I don't know if we've reached 1,000. But, I mean, really, we've got to be approaching triple digits at this point. So the new URL to share is madmaxworld.tv. Kind of like that one, though. It's got a new flavor to it. got a new vibe as we're entering a new season. Madmaxworld.tv. So all the other URLs that you've shared in the past that get banned on, on all the different social media platforms, and then they tag you and censor you, madmaxworld.tv is the new URL that will take you to all of our live streams and news reports. madmaxworld.tv. Are we in the Mad Max world? Now, Joe Biden's brain is broke. And I find it hilarious that he goes down to Selma to... I guess, fight racism, even though he's been on and off the side of fighting racism his entire career. Sometimes he wants to fight against racism. Sometimes he is a racist. It just depends on the weather that day, I suppose. Here's a video that you may have seen before. 47 years of Joe Biden's racism. He's been around that long. Check it out. Are you going to apologize? Apologize for what? Cory Booker's called for it. Cory should apologize. He knows better. There's not a racist bone in my body. I've been involved in civil rights my whole career. Oh, oh, oh pause it. You can't. I'm sorry. I just, I can't do this, guy. I can't go in and out. I'm sorry. See, but I'm telling you, oh, I've been involved in civil rights my whole career. And then he says at his speech in Selma, he says, I wish I would have been involved. I regretted not being involved. Which one is it, Joe? Continue. To a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts, unless you have a slight Indian accent. So really, I'm not joking. Oh, my gosh. The world is different. There's too much unfinished business for us to just look backwards. We have to look to the future. I know Joe. We know Joe. But most importantly, Joe knows us. That's right. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Even call centers, even call centers, which rushed overseas in the hundreds of thousands. How many times you get the call? I'd like to talk to you about your credit card. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Nope. They're going to put you all back in chains. You need, in my opinion, we don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. The Democratic Party is diverse, and it should be reflected as so in our leadership. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. This, Why does Chuck, this happen? I'm not going to do this. What I'm not going to do this, because, Chuck, I'm not going to do this, because let me just be really clear. Vice President Biden absolutely has a respect level for all people around him, for voters across this country, young people, 
uh, older voters, voters of color, black people, Latino voters, indigenous, Asian American, Pacific Islander. So I'm not going to even uh, traffic in any hypothetical conversation about if he is sensitive enough. In my opinion, we don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Who wrote the 94 crime bill? Might be suffering from that same white entitlement and privilege and ego where he's just that, that old school white male who feels like, hey, man, they need me. I don't need them. Or I got them already. Joe Biden is under fire this evening on comments he made about working alongside segregationist senators in the past. Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman Talmadge and James Eastland, who called African-Americans an inferior race. Democrats. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland, Biden said. He Democrats. never called me boy. He always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things done. We didn't agree on much of anything. We got things done. I think the two-party system, although my Democratic colleagues don't like me saying this, I think the two-party system is good for the South and good for the Negro, good for the black in the South. Um, and uh, uh, other than the fact that they still call me boy, I don't think they've, I think they've changed their mind. It's that, that old school white male. You know, and there's so much more out there. Joe Biden saying he doesn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. And getting called out on the Democrat debate stage during the, the primaries. We got more here. Oh, there's more Biden racism. 30 seconds or less. What kind of a chance with a northeastern liberal like Joe Biden stand uh, in the south if you were running in Democratic primaries against southerners like Mark Warner and uh, John Edwards? Better than anybody else. And you don't know my state. My state was a slave state. My state is a border state. My state is the eighth largest black population in the country. My state is anything from a northeast liberal state. It's that, that old school white male. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made. Not the first sort of mainstream African-American yeah. who was articulate and bright and... And, and clean, nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. My son is attorney general a year in Iraq, came back, and that's one of the things that he finds is was most in need when he was over there in Iraq for a year. People would come to him and talk about what was happening at home in terms of foreclosures, in terms of bad loans that were being, I mean, these Shylocks who took advantage of... Uh, of these women and men back from Mumbai to go meet with President Xi in China. I stopped in Singapore to meet with a guy right. named Lee. Kuan. We've seen enough here. You get the point. But really, it's just a matter of Joe Biden is not. His brain is broke at this point in his life. And so he's confused. Sometimes he thinks it's better for him to be racist. He thinks he's still part of the old Democrat. Good, good old boy club with Robert Byrd, and then other days he realizes he's in the modern-day left and he needs to be racist against white people, and so he kind of gets a little confused. Now, there might be a solution for this. We've got a powerful product here, BrainForce Ultra, at InfoWarsStore.com, and I can tell you, for me, it is incredible when it comes to mental focus, clarity, energy, with the guarana seed, the green coffee bean, the green tea leaves, the herba mate leaf, the ginkgo leaf, and so much more. I get incredible brain function when I take Brain Force Ultra or Brain Force Plus, both 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. But 
I, I don't know if there's enough on the planet to fix Joe Biden's brain, if it even exists. You know, he never he never gave us the conclusion when the doctors cut his head open to look for his brain if they found one. So the only catch with Brain Force Plus or Brain Force Ultra is that you have to have a brain. So I'm I'm wondering maybe if if liberals have tried this out and it's not working for them, it's because they don't have a brain. So that's the one caveat about Brain Force Ultra and Brain Force Plus. If you don't have a brain, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So if it works for you, that's good. That means you have a brain. If it's not working for Joe Biden, then we have the answer. He doesn't have a brain. Then when the doctors cut his head open, they didn't find a brain. But maybe we can give it a shot and find out. Maybe we don't need a cognitive test for Joe Biden. Just see if Brain Force Ultra or Brain Force Plus works. And if it does, then he still has a brain. Not his brain is broke. It's gone. But you can get Brain Force Ultra and Brain Force Plus right now, 50% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally, sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric Boost, what it does for your heart, cardiovascular critical all these products like ultimate krill oil ultimate fish oil super vitality they're all available and in stock ready to ship to you right down infowarsstore.com and the final 1200 signed copies of my book the great reset and the war for the world and i'm not going to sign any more after that are exclusively available at infowarsstore.com as well in the last month i got a little busy so i didn't sign the books so we didn't have them for sale but now i signed the last books you can get them right now right now I'm not talking to the viewers and listeners that have gone to InfoWarsTore.com and gotten the great products that enrich your life, that empower your immune system and your body, and keep us on air. I am humbly, hat in hand, talking to the viewers and listeners that have tuned in, many of you for years, and never gone to InfoWarsTore.com. We know the vast, 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 vast majority of you never actually go to InfoWarsTore.com and never experience these great products and never find the operation. Sure, you share a link, you share an article, you tell folks about the show. That's great, and I thank you. But we need funds to operate. Plus, we've got really great products that do amazing things for people like our CBD oil and our Fizzy Magnesium and our Sleep Aid and our Nitric Oxide and our Real Red Pill Plus. All of these are really great products that keep us on air. Plus, you're missing out on having these products. So get off the bench. Get in the game. Step to the plate and go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get these great InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, I'm interested to see if it gets any news coverage. It's not going to make it anywhere except... Maybe Fox News. The nighttime lineup at Fox News with Jesse Waters and Tucker Carlson, they do they do very well. They don't seem to be afraid of saying their minds, speaking the truth at all. 
Ingram gives you about probably 50% of what she's really thinking, I would say. And then Hannity, well, you know where Hannity lies. He's with the neocon establishment. He knows where his bread is buttered. And then the daytime lineup, you just it's, it's, it's a mixed bag. But why am I saying this? Because I'd be stunned, or I, I guess I would be stunned, if this doesn't get more coverage. Now, the story that the Telegraph has with the text messages linked is headlined, Project Fear, Authors Discuss When to Deploy New COVID Variant. And we've got some of the messages, and the exchange goes like this from UK Health Minister Matt Hancock. We frighten the pants off everyone with the new strain. When do we deploy the new variant? Okay. That's what will get proper behavior change, says Damon Poole, the guy he's texting, says, been thinking more about this, deploying the new variant, and we need to be more cautious. What? Are they talking about releasing a virus to the public? To scare the public into compliance? Is that what they're talking about here? Damon Poole says, worth doing a bit about no leaking at the top, I think. Big risk with the variant. Right-wing papers go for a renewed push for let it rip on the basis the vaccine strategy is undermined. Then Matt says that's why we reassure on the vaccine. So we frighten the pants out of everyone with a new strain. When do we deploy the new variant? The guy says, I don't know. That's a little risky to put the new variant out there. And then he says, well, we need to do this to get them to comply and take the vaccine. Now, why is there not more outrage over this? I'll give it some time. Like I said, we'll see who wants to cover it this week. The story from Telegraph came out, I believe, Friday in the evening. So, okay, we got another news cycle, another news week in front of us. Will they cover this story? And where is the outrage that health ministers would be talking about releasing new virus variants to, quote, frighten the pants off everyone with the new strain so they can, quote, get proper behavior change. Everybody should be outraged about this. Now, what's frustrating, we told you this from day one. And so individuals that have been listening to this transmission or our special guests or our special reports, you didn't fall for the fear-mongering, you didn't fall for the propaganda, and you didn't take the poison experimental injection. But not everybody was so fortunate. Not everybody was in that position. And many unsuspecting people put that shot into their arm not knowing any better. And so I would say, where is the outrage? You could say specifically in the UK, this is your health minister. Where is the outrage? That your health minister, this is... Your health minister is lying to you. Your health minister wants you to be afraid, wants to scare you, wants to release new variants, wants to trick you into getting a vaccine. 
There should be mass marches. There should be mass calls for arrests and charges. Project Fear authors discussed when to deploy new COVID variant. I'm guessing you'll see this on Tucker Carlson tonight. Maybe Jesse Waters. But this should be everywhere. Now, you break a story on a Friday night, you're kind of putting it three feet underground before it even gets to live. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. This just broke. Matt Hancock's plan to block funding for disabled children if MP opposed lockdown. The then health secretary and his political aide discussed taking plan for a learning disability hub in Bury off the table. And he's got that same look, doesn't he? He's got that same scheming, worm, conniving, maniacal, psychotic look, doesn't he? There's a look. They have it. How do people like this get into power? Well, this is what they want. They want the power. They want to dominate you. As the issue of the national divorce comes back up, and I've got a story on that later, you have to understand, for somebody like Matt Hancock, he wants to dominate you. You can't divorce yourself from him. He's a control freak. Matt Hancock is the husband that when the wife wants to file for a divorce, he beats her and chains her in a closet. He doesn't love that wife. He doesn't love you. He loves controlling you. He loves owning you. He doesn't care about your health. He cares about telling you what to do. But see, again, the reason I bring this old story from Newsweek, far left Newsweek, how Fauci fooled America, we really do have to have our moment here. And we have to make a decision. And it is going to come down to us, and it's going to come down to if we have any real leadership in our Congress or in our Justice Department, which is going to be hard to come uh, to to having any justice from the Justice Department. It's controlled by the Democrats right now, and they're protecting their own. But we've got good people in Congress, and you've got the House run by Republicans that has subpoena and investigative power, and, and it's time they start using it. And so Fauci needs to be subpoenaed. Fauci needs to, again, be forced to give testimony. And there needs to be a little more transparency from that little rat, Anthony Fauci. Let's see some of his text messages and emails. How much you want to bet they're similar to what we saw from Matt Hancock saying we need to deceive the people into fear so they will take our injection. But it's just a keyhole view into the larger picture. The American media was in on it. Your politicians were in on it. Your health bureaucracies were in on it. They were all in on it. They all lied to you. They all wanted to put you in fear so that they could control you. Yeah, I sleep pretty well at night knowing that I didn't mislead my audience. I sleep pretty well at night knowing that the InfoWars audience knew this was coming I sleep well at night knowing that me and my crew went out immediately when they said, we're locking things down. You need to be afraid to stay inside. And me and my crew went out that night and and flew around town on a bunch of minibikes. The police tried to arrest us. We said, under what conditions they left us alone. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we had that vision. I'm glad that we had that foresight. 
But now that we have the facts, we have the evidence in the aftermath of it all, where is the outrage? And is it just such an understanding now that we're dealing with corrupt tyrants in these health bureaucracies that we just don't care? Or do we just realize we there's no hope for justice, there's nothing we can do, they got away with it again? It wasn't just your government. CNN ex-boss Jeff Zucker told staff not to probe lab leak theory because it was a Trump talking point. Remember Ann Applebaum, and we played the clip last week, remember when she asked about why they censored the Hunter Biden laptop story that turned out to be real? And she said, well, it's not about whether that story was real or not. It was about that we would find it to be irrelevant. So because Democrats decided the Hunter Biden laptop was irrelevant, they censored it from the Internet. And now they did, they're admitting the exact same thing with COVID-19. So they didn't want to tell you the truth about it because it was inconvenient to their narrative or it was inconvenient towards their political agenda. So just like with the Hunter Biden laptop, which was real and they knew it was real and they censored it anyway because they decided it was irrelevant, they did the same thing with the Chinese lab leak theory, which once again, our audience knew. Infection linked to 43% rise in autoimmune risk. That's from the San Francisco Chronicle. Now they're, I believe, falsely claiming that this long COVID phenomenon is what's causing a 43% risk to auto and autoimmune disease. But if you recall with the expert guests we had on and the analysis that we did, we said that autoimmune disorders would follow the vaccines. And that's what's really happened. This isn't following COVID. Following the COVID vaccines, there's a rise in autoimmune disorders by design. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence, have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com, to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep aid that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Now, you may remember the doctors we had on as guests and other experts, specifically in the field of immunization, talking about how the COVID-19 vaccine was going to reset your immune system. With this mRNA technology and the other stuff going on there, it was designed to reset your immune system. And so you'd see a resurgence of a bunch of diseases or or you might see a resurgence of a disease you thought you were immune to because the vaccine just reset your immune system. Well, now they're reporting that there is a 43% rise in autoimmune risk, but they're saying it's coming from covid 
and this is out of the San Francisco Chronicle, but they don't want to measure it as far as the vaccinated are concerned. They just want to measure it with COVID. But this is exactly what the doctors and experts told us was going to happen with this vaccine, and it was going to reset your immune system. And so now it appears that's exactly what is going on. But we're learning more as the days go by, and the good news is, you know, one of these shots, you might be all right if you haven't experienced the side effect by now. If you got it in 2021, you might be all right. There's still concerns with the blood clotting and some of the other long-term effects, but you're noticing the people that get two, three, four, five, now it's like a week after you get it, after you get number two or three, you're sick immediately. You get four or five, you're getting diagnosed with some sort of a heart problem. And so it's going to be undeniable. And it's just such a damn shame. So many unsuspecting people... Just had no idea. Even smart people, man. I mean, you listen to Dan Bongino talk about this. He says it's the biggest re- biggest regret in his life taking that COVID vaccine. He can't believe he was he was fooled by it. Novak Djokovic denied entry into U.S. again over COVID vaccine status. So because he hasn't taken a COVID vaccine, he cannot participate in U.S. tennis tournaments. So he could probably would be number one all-time in Grand Slam champions uh, championships, but because he's been denied entry into multiple open tournaments now, he's just tied for the record. But he might still break that as he's still competing. Now, Rick Scott, senator out of Florida, has sent a specific request to the Biden administration to let him play. Marco Rubio also signed it. So a specific request to let... Djokovic compete I would say get rid of all COVID-19 vaccine requirements now that's what I would say I mean it'd be one thing if it was a vaccine that actually worked against a deadly virus but COVID is 99.9% survivable and the vaccine doesn't even work so it's just completely useless it's time to just get rid of it but here uh, was Russell Brand with Joe Rogan talking about how Alex was right about this stuff and how they use usually Africa to test these vaccines in clip nine. Bill Gates ain't Willy Wonka. He right. ain't doing this for right. like a competition. There's no golden ticket at the end of this. It's like, yeah, not-for-profit organizations making profit, an incredible amount of influence in areas that he profits from, all sorts of peculiar business practices like in India and on the continent of Africa that have yes. led to like palpable suffering and, and profit in his case. The Africa thing is wild, and that's a, a big part of this, uh, the real Anthony Fauci book. The, he, he talks about Bill Gates quite a bit, and one, one of the things he talks about is how they've always used Africa as a place where they test out medicines. Yeah. They've used Africa as a place where they test out. And this is another thing that I learned from Alex Jones. Alex Jones was saying that they were giving kids the polio vaccine in Africa and that Bill Gates was involved in this and they had to stop doing it because it was actually giving kids polio. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they pull up an AP article. There was an AP story about this yeah. and it shows this terrified. Well, it was African a crime when they were doing it to the poor people in Africa. Now they're just taking it worldwide. Now they just test it on people all across the planet. Many people tuned into this right now that took a COVID vaccine. You're a test subject, unwittingly. They are testing nanotechnology. 
not informed? Are you not informed? Have we not informed you? All right, we're into hour number two here of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And I got to tell you, we were ahead of the curve yet again when it came to the Democrat Party propaganda structure that they had built specifically at Twitter with a group of a couple dozen propaganda accounts that at first they tried to deceive you, but we saw right through it. Now they just openly brag about how they visit the White House annually and get their calling orders from the Democrat Party and how they work, quote, in social media when they put their dating apps up. It says they work in social media. Oh, really? You work in social media? Because I don't see you promoting anything other than the Democrat Party agenda. So that's odd. But we've been spot on when it comes to our analysis with these propaganda agents. But now, now, Hamish Mitchell has done a deep dive into one of these propaganda agents that you're probably familiar with, and that's Jojo from Jers. Now, this is unbelievable what's been discovered here. He asks the question, is Jojo from Jers a grifter? Let's take a look. Over a year ago, Joe claimed she needed money to fix her fridge. Then it was to save her house. And now it is also to fix and repair her house, including a new roof, new furnace, and a new chimney liner. What's next? A new car. And by the way, Hamish Mitchell has all the receipts here. You can see the multiple different crowdfunding accounts changing what the money is for every time. But let's continue. JoJo keeps asking for money. Yet there's a glaring lack of transparency about how much she's actually raised. It seems that once big money started rolling in, she made it harder to tell how much she's raked in, which appears to easily be in the tens of thousands, if not way more. In July of 2022, her Kofi page fundraising site said she'd already received 11,559 donations. The donations have continued to pour in over the last seven months, but JoJo has now hidden the number of donors. This is a huge red flag and one of many transparency issues. Again, he has all the video or, or photo evidence of this linked in his Twitter thread here on the screen. If we crunch some numbers, JoJo had already raised at least $34,600 back in July. She had 11,500 donors and the default minimum donation was $3.00. Three times that number is 34600 With an average donation of $5, she would have raised $57,000 plus. With an average donation of $10, it would have been $115,000 plus. But she will not show you what those numbers are. JoJo hasn't just covered up her number of donors. She's also removed the fundraising goal. In November 22, she was at 67% of her 20 k goal. In December 22, the goal was removed and the percentage dropped to 61%. The only way that could happen is if she increased the goal amount. Another red flag. So if she knew she needed $20,000 to save her house and she got it, why did she change that goal? 
It's important to point out that JoJo never disclosed to her Kofi donors what the new goal amount was or that it had even changed. It just changed overnight with no explanation. And I'm just curious, too, is this on top of the money she's getting paid to promote Democrat Party propaganda? Something troubling about the way Kofi works is that the donations she receives go directly into her PayPal or Stripe account, and JoJo can change the goal, the amount raised, and the percentage raised at any time. This makes everything about this fundraiser that much more dodgy. Yeah, I wonder if anybody's going to... Maybe the IRS audit her. Probably not. You think she's probably above that, being as how she's a Democrat, you know. Even the co-founder of the Pillow Fight Company called out JoJo, saying she makes quite a bit of money from her various fundraising schemes on top of what we already pay her. JoJo was a co-founder and was being paid as a social media manager until late December, early January. This was a leftist pillow company started up to combat um, Mike Lindell. And they're even saying they're even saying they were paying her to do social media promotions, and they were saying we're not going to do that anymore. She's engaged in some sketchy stuff. JoJo is also bringing in a bunch of money through her Patreon account. She has 384 patrons, and the monthly memberships range from ten dollars to five hundred dollars. So at a minimum, she's raking in at least thirty eight hundred per month on that platform. Are the people who are donating to her Kofi aware of this? And thirty eight hundred a month is an absolute minimum. If the average of, uh, amount of her patron is $20, then she would be making $7,600 every month, over $90,000 a year on her Patreon alone. And this is, again, not the fundraising money she's bringing in. This would be on top of that. Is any of that money being used to save her house for the new roof, new furnace, new chimney liner? Has she provided any evidence of any of this? And if money is an issue, why did she resign from her job as a teacher's aide in October 2019? And why is she still claiming to have that job on her Patreon page? Also, over a year after she started asking for money to save her house, does Joe actually own the house or not? And why is she looking to have others pay to fix things on the house if she doesn't own it? To be clear, there is no problem with people asking for help when they are in legitimate need. But JoJo appears to be raking in tons of money while essentially pleading poverty on her Kofi page in order to get her followers to keep giving her their hard-earned money. So back to the original question. Is JoJo from Jers a grifter? Well, I would say that Hamish Mitchell pretty much put that to rest, wouldn't you? Now, who's paying for her trips to the White House? Who's paying for her trips to the White House? Who's paying for her divorce attorneys? Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Maybe we should go to the panel here with the crew that we have. And let's ask the crew, is JoJo from Jers a grifter? We can either do a show of hands or if you want to hop on the mic for confirmation or denial. I mean, forget about the filters that she uses. Remember, she got banned from her Twitter account because they said she couldn't even prove it was her because the pictures were not lining up. They thought it was fake. So whatever. She uses she uses filters to, to make herself look better for her photo. She's not the only one. 
What do you guys think? JoJo from Jers. Grifter? We've got one thumbs up. The rest, the rest of the crew not convinced? Not convinced. Interesting. Okay. Or maybe you're just being obstinate. Okay, there it is. Now we've been, well, all right. Now we've got, I need full compliance. I'm like the UK health minister. I, <laughs> I demand full compliance. If you do not think JoJo from Jersey is a grifter, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Now look at them complying now. Look at them all going wild back there now. My goodness. All right. So there you go. I mean, it's pretty obvious what a fraud she is, but uh, that puts it to rest. But you know what? If this makes it to JoJo from Jurors, why don't you prove you own your house? Why don't you show everybody the modifications or repairs that have made to your house that people have donated money to? And, you know, maybe give your donors a little bit of transparency. Or maybe you're just raking in cash and loving it, pretending to be the victim. By the way, a hilarious one from another left-wing grifter, Brooklyn Defiant Dad. Good morning and happy Monday to anyone who would rather live next to a home flying a rainbow flag than a home flying a Trump flag. That rainbow flag was never involved in attempts to destroy our country. Oh, actually, the irony of that is palpable. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words planned for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a 1,000 left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or Give them to the local school. This is an info war. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. It's hard to believe that we're already going into March 2023, and the world is an insane place. World War III has already started. Biden is a puppet and is dissolving our borders. There's mass censorship. James O'Keefe's been removed from Project Veritas. The list goes on and on of the bad things that are happening. But the good things that are happening is humanity is really accelerating its awakening. But those of us on the forefront are under more attack by the establishment than ever. That's why I'm counting on you to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, and to keep the broadcast on the air by getting great products at InfoWarsTore.com. And whether it's a final signed copy, they're almost all sold out, or the great reset in the war for the world, or Ultimate Bone Broth, finally back in stock for over two years, it's all available at InfoWarsTore.com. These are truly amazing products. So get your InfoWars products at InfoWarsTore.com and enrich your life while keeping the broadcast on the air. It is your decision on whether or not we stay on air, so please take action now at InfoWarsTore. You 
know, I'm not going to sit here and act like grifting only goes on on the liberal side of the aisle. That's obviously not the case. After all, we just had another weekend of CPAC come and go. And I'm just curious, what has CPAC ever accomplished? Hey, I'm perfectly fine. Let's rally the troops. Let's rally the ideas. Let's have our own events. That's all fine and good. But you ever actually done anything? You ever actually moved the needle in any way, shape, or form? Or have you just raked in piles and piles of cash when you have these events with the outrageous charges to get in or have a booth? And really, the the, the, the three stories that I saw that came out of CPAC, one, Donald Trump speaking, two, the lack of attendance, and three, of course, was how they kicked Nick Fuentes out, which I don't know why anybody is surprised by that. They kicked me out. I think, was that two years ago now? I think that was 2021 when they kicked me out of CPAC. So, yeah, I've been down that road. I've had security escort me out of CPAC as well for nothing, for doing nothing, just for existing, just for being there, you know. So it goes on both sides of the aisle. But I think what the reason why CPAC was lightly attended is not just because they censor the most hardcore voices on the conservative side of the aisle. They, they censor the, the real effective voices, the people that actually put boots to ground, boots to asses. They don't really like having those people involved with CPAC. They'd rather have grifters and phonies and comfort zones like Sebastian Gorka, who celebrate censorship, but then show up anytime they can get their mug on camera. So there's grifters on all sides of the political spectrum, no doubt about that. But, you know, I think it's changing. I think Americans, specifically conservatives, Republican voters, are starting to realize that the establishment Republicans that they've been forced to consume and listen to for the last 20 years, two decades, have pretty much been worthless. They've made themselves fabulously rich, but they haven't really moved the ball forward for conservative values. They haven't really moved the ball forward for America and the people of America. That's changing. That's changing. And the conservative movement is going to have to catch up with us not the other way around, because they're losing momentum. They're losing steam. Conservative Inc., neocons. Whereas the independent, populist, anti-establishment conservative Republican voter is gaining steam, gaining momentum. And, of course, Donald Trump, kind of the leading voice, the leading face in that, if you will, if not Alex Jones, but we're, we're, we're going to endure 2016 all over again. And I was thinking about that, listening to Trump's CPAC speech and seeing some of the coverage. And it's a lot of the same crap. The establishment against Trump. The establishment conservatives against Trump. And really just having to sit here, whether, whether I end up supporting Trump for the election or not, I'm going to tell the truth and support the truth. So that's what it'll come down to. But I, unless you've got some skin in the game, and if you've been around for a while and done nothing, I, I don't think the real, the average Republican voter, uh, their new anti-establishment Republican populist has much interest in you anymore. 
And when I hear President Trump saying, I'm your redemption to those that have been wronged by the deep state, to those that have been lied about by the fake news media, I'm your redemption. That's 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 a message that resonates. That's a message that is anti-establishment that we support, that we get behind. And he's right about, at least I hope. But it made me realize when I was thinking about going through 2016 all over again and, and what 2015 was like and then 2016 was like because it feels like we're going down that again. But yeah, they let they let drag queens and cross-dressers attend CPAC as special guests. They even let my friend with the Trump rat attend CPAC. I can't attend CPAC. I'm the guy that confronts the Trump rat. I'm the guy that gets my microphone eaten. Now, I'm not even kidding you. The guy that hung this stuff up, I forget, it was an old Clinton campaign uh, person. What's that? What is that guy's name? He's irrelevant anyway. I've, I'm the one that calls this guy out. He comes up to me. He eats my microphone. I'm not even kidding. He bites the microphone cover off my mic and eats it. And then he put his, he, two of them. He put two chewed up microphone covers on display in his car. How proud he was that he eats my mic covers. He gets in. He can go into CPAC with a rat, an inflatable rat. I get kicked out. Fuentes gets kicked out. But I'm digressing. I was sitting here and I was thinking about going through it all again. And... The message that Roger Stone has been saying for years and the realization that it was true, how the censorship is more important than we realize. Why was Donald Trump able to get over the hump in 2015 and 2016? Why was he able to get through the primary process and then become president? Well, it was because of the InfoWars audience. It was because of the anti-establishment populist movement that Con Inc., neocons and the establishment tried to tried to uh just just snuff out but we were too big we were too strong and i remember it you may remember it in 2016 when alex jones and infowars was still allowed on youtube there was no competition the alex jones show was the hottest political show on youtube it wasn't even close i would go out to events trump rallies protests whatever We'd upload the videos. They'd get a million views every time. Clockwork. We don't have that anymore, do we? Now, we're still here. You're still here. And quite frankly, the live audience has has always been there. It's a lot harder for us to get the viral videos now for obvious reasons. And they censor all the stuff when our, when our people share it too. But we're still getting it out there. We still get our moments. But it, it just it just reminded me of how important it was and Roger Stone talking about the censorship as the biggest issue, how right he was. Because, folks, as we go through this 2016 all over again and we don't have that presence on YouTube, it's going to be interesting to see what shakes out. Can others fill that void? Will the people looking for InfoWars find us on Band.Video or MadMaxWorld.TV? How many people could we have saved from getting that poisonous injection if we were still on YouTube with our great doctors and scientists and virologists and everything else that we were interviewing? How many people could we have saved? How much tyranny could we have staved off? But now we're going through the whole thing again. And so a part of me is like really, really egotistical Like, wow, we were so good and so effective 
that they had to chop us down. We were so good, we were so big, we were so influential that they had to take us out to rig political results in this country. But then the other side of you that is a little more humble says, "Uh uh-oh, well, if they do this to me, they can do this to everybody else. What kind of danger are we in as a country, and can we even have fair elections or the chance at a fair elections if we don't have the right information being shared. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence I've never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. This broadcast contains subject matter that may offend liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Brockovich goes to East Palestine, Ohio, to try to raise awareness for the situation after the horrific chemical disaster during the train derailment. And how does she get treated? Like a terrorist. Ohio law enforcement links Aaron Brockovich to potential for special interest terrorism threat in East Palestine. Ah. She's the terrorist. She's the problem because she's concerned with a chemical disaster poisoning the water supply, the air, the food. And so she goes down there to have an event, raise awareness, and she gets linked to terrorism. I see. Well, then surely what happened in Atlanta this weekend would be linked to terrorism as well. Don't get your hopes up. Antifa terrorist firebomb police training site in Atlanta. Harrowing footage out of Atlanta, Georgia, shows the moment a band of Antifa communists launched an organized attack on a police training facility. Atlanta police arrest 23 domestic terrorists after Sunday night's attack on Cop City. Antifa doesn't exist, though. Antifa doesn't exist, they say. And, I mean, you know, look, let me just be perfectly clear. We don't endorse any domestic terrorism here. And I'm not endorsing violence 
against police. But, I mean, the Antifa terrorists, these guys are clearly trained. Like, they're, they're, this is not a joke. Like, they showed up to take over that compound. They actually stood off and, and had a standoff against police. And a mob of them. So I, I'm just saying, they sit here and they point the finger, oh, January 6th insurrectionists, oh, Trump supporter, uh, you know, organized crime terrorists. I mean, they, I mean, again, I'm not endorsing any of this violence. I'm just saying, like, if you want to talk about a domestic group that is organizing to actually face up and square off against the government, there it is. So I'll be, I mean, I'll be a little bit of me is like, okay, I'll, maybe a little respect for Antifa. They're not, they're serious. Like these people seriously want to stand off against the police. I mean, that's no joke. Again, I'm not endorsing it. I'm not going to be a part of it. But it's just hilarious that they sit here and they point at Trump supporters and they point at January 6th. And then you look at this video of Antifa and remember, they shut down Seattle. They had the chop. They burned federal buildings with uh, government officials inside. I mean, these are your real terrorists. And the politicians, Democrats, say Antifa doesn't even exist. And yet here's the video of them firebombing a a police training headquarters and actually standing off against the police. Now, why don't the police just mow them all down? Not that I'm endorsing that either. Video from Sunday featured police falling back, taking cover, and closing off fencing around the planned site of the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center as Antifa operatives hurled fireworks, bricks, and rocks at them. Another video showed a few police wandering the area before a large group of black-clad individuals emerged and took over the area, throwing Molotov cocktails at vehicles and tractors. It's all seen in the videos we have on the screen. And they're dressed in army fatigues, and they've got armor and everything. I mean, this is your real group organizing to do domestic terrorism. But do you get any type of January 6th coverage for this? An, An actual group of terrorists doing damage intentionally? Consciously, wittingly. Mm. International group involved in Molotov cocktail attack on Atlantic's, uh, Atlanta's cop city. At least some of the nearly three dozen people arrested for hurling Molotov cocktails and bricks at cops during a protest at a future Atlanta police training facility are allegedly part of an international group. Yeah, Antifa. And remember the remember the Democrat firebombers? Remember the Democrat firebombers from the George Floyd riots that got off with a slap on the wrist after nearly killing people and burning vehicles with their Molotov cocktails and they got a little slap on the wrist? Because when you're a liberal Democrat, you have liberal Democrat privilege. You're allowed to be a terrorist. When you're a conservative Trump supporter and you wave an American flag, you get designated as a terrorist. An SPL staff attorney was arrested and charged with domestic terrorism at last night's Antifa Stop Cop City riot in Atlanta. Now, this is being reported that it is this staff attorney from the Southern Poverty Law Center, Tom Jurgens, that has allegedly been involved in this. 
And you can see the charges right here. So maybe a slap on the wrist, maybe a slap on the wrist for him, just like the other Democrat lawyers that got caught in these riots with Molotov cocktails, and they get barely a slap on the wrist. But if you were walking on the lawn on January 6th, you get arrested and you can't even be released from jail for years. Four years is what they do to you. You're going to hear much about that. You're going to see much about that. They've labeled Aaron Brockovich a potential terrorist because she has an issue with the water getting poisoned with a chemical disaster. But when you show up and firebomb a police training facility, um, you still, the whole group, Antifa, with uniforms, and now a hundred, dozens, hundreds, thousands of known coordinated events of violence. And Democrats say it doesn't exist. And liberals on TV say it doesn't exist. Huh. Interesting. That's interesting. I guess it didn't exist. Uh, The chop in Seattle didn't exist. And the police training facility in Atlanta that they attacked and held down doesn't exist either. Just doesn't exist. Amazing. Truly amazing stuff. All right. We are listener supported. Ladies and gentlemen, we sell great products, supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. I am a product of the products at InfoWarsStore.com. Where to begin? You want a good night's sleep? Let me direct you to Down and Out Liquid Sleep Support at InfoWarsStore.com. Currently 40% off. And let me just tell you, if you have trouble sleeping, Down and Out Sleep Support is the solution. It's been the solution for me and so many others, but don't take my word for it. You can go to InfoWarsStore.com and read the reviews for yourself to find out why Down and Out Liquid Sleep Support is so effective at helping you get a good night's rest. One of the many great products. The one I keep hearing about is our full-spectrum CBD products, and I'm not I'm not a, a user of the CBD products myself, and I normally don't like to promote the products that I'm not familiar with. I just talk about the products that I use, that I love, that I know are great from my own experience, but I've had so many people come up to me, and it, it usually happens at the gym, I guess, from, from people that have either old injuries or other problems, and the CBD works for them to, to recover faster or not be as sore, and I just keep hearing about it. I've tried so many different CBD products. Yours is the best. It's not even close. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, I don't make the products, but uh, we thank you for supporting us by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. And all of the CBD full-spectrum products, the gummies, the liquids, all of them are currently 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Highest quality CBD full-spectrum products at the lowest price. It's at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got 
run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or Give them to the local school. This is an info war. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Let's get into some of this lib madness. And it's truly disgusting what they're doing to children and what they want to do to the school curriculum and making it more about sexualizing children than teaching them anything worthwhile. And I've got examples of both of these issues. Let's kind of slowly build towards it. Because it's just, it's full spectrum madness when it comes to this LGBTQ IAP569er, um, you know, African Transcontinental Union. USA powerlifting to allow trans athletes to compete with women after losing lawsuit. USA powerlifting must allow trans athletes to compete in the women's division, that's men, after transgender lifter J.C. Cooper won her, his, discrimination case against the organization. <laughs> so, women's sports will soon be a thing of the past. Women's sports will soon be the thing of the past. How long How long does this initiative go until there's no women left competing for women's sports? And what's going to be the real first kind of breakneck case? And we've seen it in, in some swimming where a man, a, ma- a male swimmer competing as a woman breaks all the records. We've seen it in some powerlifting instances where female powerlifting records get broken by men pretending to be female. We've seen it in some sports with athletes like Hannah Mouncey dominating Australian handball, and I think she did rugby too. You know, a man competing in two women's sports and dominating them both. What do you know? You know, a six foot, six foot four, 280 pound man running over women. Wow, so brave. 
But how long until the phenomenon catches up and it's just men competing in women's sports? Five years? Ten years? And then what do women do? Then is it just the trans sports leagues and then the women have to build their own new league without men? Is that the insanity of which we're about to experience here? How do women feel about that? By the way, you know, this was brought up to me and I'm really thinking about doing this. I don't know if this has ever been done in talk radio. And while the talk radio medium has always been male-dominated as far as the the listeners, the audience, and the the hosts, and the crews, it's it's always been male-dominated. But somebody suggested to me, I do an, a a all-female call-in show. And I mean, I just, I don't even think it would ever be done because I don't think anybody would ever think it would be possible that you could get that many women to call in and, and do a show off of that content. But maybe if anybody could do it, it would be us. So, you know, I was thinking about doing that and maybe this is the subject of discussion How do women feel about your sports leagues about to be dominated by men? What what does that mean to you? What does that represent? How how crazy is that? So, you know, I'm thinking about doing it, and maybe this issue is the jump point. It's just there's so many other things, and there's so many other important news stories to, to dedicate a full day or a show to that. I just don't know. But, okay, moving on. We may do that this week, though. We may do that this week. Where's our black bereavement leave? Professor argues for paid time off leave for black staff to deal with fatigue and trauma from systemic racism. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm fatigued. Are you fatigued yet? I'm certainly fatigued. I am definitely fatigued. Maybe I should get some time off too. Systemic racism. All right, now... This is how sick it's getting. I don't even know if I can play the second one. So let's start it off a little easier. Concerned parents are seeing what's being taught in the school curriculum. They're seeing what their children's books that they're bringing home from the library are containing with pornographic imagery and pornographic content. And when they try to raise awareness or when they try to bring this up, they get attacked by the federal government and teachers' unions all run by leftists. Here's one Rhode Island teachers' union files lawsuit against a mom wanting a copy of the class curriculum. They don't want you to have a copy of the class curriculum because you'll see what they're teaching your kids, and they don't want that because they know what they're teaching your kids is wrong. And so here is this mother discussing that in clip five. Afternoon. My name is Nicole Solis, and I am a mother from Rhode Island who was sued by the teachers' union simply because I wanted to know what my kindergartner would be learning in school. And here's how this happened. I asked to see the curriculum, and my school told me I had to submit a public records request. The curriculum wasn't posted online, and it wasn't available in a school district. Then I asked them if they were teaching gender theory, and they told me that they don't call children boys and girls, and they embed the values of gender identity into every classroom, including kindergarten, and they didn't want to answer any of my questions further. They told me that they would communicate with me only through public records requests, 
and that is the only way I could get my questions answered. And when I did submit the public records request that they told me to submit, and I submitted hundreds because I had hundreds of questions, my school board then put my name on the agenda of a public school board meeting and held a public school board meeting to discuss suing me for submitting the request that they told me to submit. In a five hour long school board meeting, they openly debated my moral character, my political motivations. They said that I was causing chaos, wreaking havoc, harming the district, harming children. One school board member even said she felt unsafe and started to cry because as you see, I'm really scary standing here <laughs> right now. And they really just tarred and feathered me for asking questions and they had never met me before, and this was the first school board meeting that I had ever been to in my life. They wanted to send a message to other parents that if you ask questions, they will come after you. Well, at the end of this meeting, they decided that they, they wouldn't sue me for asking questions because they never intended on actually suing me. They just wanted to publicly humiliate me in a school board meeting that was a show trial. And when that happened, then the teachers union, the largest teachers union in the country, the NEA, did file a lawsuit against me to bully me and harass me with frivolous litigation and to send a message to other parents that if you ask questions about public education, they will come after you. Now, let's remember that in Virginia, when parents were upset at a school board that covered up the sexual abuse, the sexual assault of a young girl by a boy in the girl's bathroom because the boy identified as a girl, and that goes against their trans agenda, those parents, for, for having a problem with that, got labeled terrorists and investigated by the FBI. Now, I'm going to try to summarize this as best as I possibly can. But see, I've got new footage that might be worse than what we showed last week. Now, remember, last week it was, it was men in thongs and pup gimp outfits doing strip shows for two-year-old kids gyrating humping everything right in front of little toddlers and and you think oh, where does it go from here how much worse does it have to get i mean i don't even want to say it but i mean you're you're starting to push the line now you're i mean there's only a couple more levels you can get to that are sicker than this and so it's like how far can they put that push this boundary and now we've got videos I hesitate to even show you this because I can't look at it anymore. <laughs> I mean, folks, it's a little girl. It's a, it's a little girl, like five years old, being taught how to dance like a stripper. And not just that, being put out there to perform like a stripper. They teach her to walk around and accept cash tips like she's a damn stripper. If you're if you're an adult woman and you want to do that, I'm not I'm not talking about you. To do this to a little girl to objectify her and treat her like a whore is just disgusting. So I can barely even look at it. <sighs> My God. So, like I said, let me let me just try to. You understand why they go after that mother? in the video we just played, you understand why they go after the parents for not wanting girls to get raped in the bathroom at school by men pretending to be girls? The reason why they come after you is such force. The reason why they try to judo this onto you is because they know what they're doing is illegal. 
And so all the legal action and all the legal precedent that they're trying to set right now to come after you for having a problem with children being treated like strippers and hookers and whores because you don't want girls to get raped in the girls' bathroom by boys pretending to be girls, they project the legal action that should be done to them onto you. Who should really be called a terrorist? Who should really be called a child abuser? Who should really be put on a list? The ones sexualizing and grooming kids like this or the parents? I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation, to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality, full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the Infowar, and help us defeat the new order together. Infowarstore.com.